Greetings one and all, wherever you are in the universe, and welcome to the latest episode of An Espresso Shot of Confidence, the podcast that explores all aspects of confidence, challenges taboos and unhelpful narratives, and empowers you to be awesome, loudly and proudly. It's time for you to grab a drink and settle in for the next however long this episode is. I'm your host, the master of awesomeness, Ashley Griffiths, and today we're going to talk all about why, why, <laughs> why uh, that three-letter word that drives parents all over the world crazy. But why, mommy? Why, 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 why? But today we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about why in the context of life, in the context of business, in the context of showing up. Because we all have stories. The reasons why we do things. The reasons why we do not. Reasons we show up. The reasons why we don't. The reasons some people get rich. The reasons some people don't. The reasons some people are happy. The reasons some people are not. There is always a why that drives that. There's always a reason behind that. In everything that we do, every single thing, there will be a reason underlying an action. Usually, that is based in emotion, a feeling, a story, something learned, something borrowed, something that's become believed. So, as I mentioned, let me start with a story. Years and years ago, I used to be shy, extremely shy. I wouldn't talk to anyone, really. I was nervous. I was nervous to initiate conversation. Certainly nervous to initiate conversation with a girl. Wow. <laughs> that was a bit nerve-wracking for me. But I was very, very nervous and shy and worried about what people would think of me. So as a child, I desperately wanted to be the popular kid, but I struggled with the attention. Contradiction, I know, but that's life as an ambivert. <laughs> there are those times you love it. There are those times you're like, would everyone just back off? But like I said, I was shy. I hated being in the spotlight. I would literally shrink in the spotlight as much as I wanted to be in it. <laughs> when I got there, I felt like I wasn't good enough. And this was at a very young age. Kids would start laughing, or at least I thought they were laughing at me. I could feel my skin getting red and redder and redder and redder. My hands would be shaking. I'd get really nervous. And I would race through whatever I had to say. So every time I was asked to speak up in class, do a presentation, anything like that, it was really triggering for me. Now, yeah, there were times when I, if I was very comfortable with the people in the room, then I could usually do something. I could muddle my way through it. 
But let's fast forward to high school. Very shy, very melancholic. And as part of our regular course, I was doing a business degree. Business degree. <laughs> now that came later. I was doing a business qualification. And we had to do presentations every single week on these subjects. A very, very useful skill. But something that I hated. Every time I got up in front of the class, I just want to disappear. Everybody looking at me. The fear of judgment. The fear that they were going to laugh at me, which sometimes they did. Group of kids in a room. Loads of hormones going crazy because we're about between 16 and 18 right there. There's a load of hormones going on. There's a load of like positioning and posturing and stuff going on. So, yeah, people would start trying to make you laugh or make noises to make you even more uncomfortable. And I hated it. I hated it. The amount of times I just walked out of the classroom because I just could not handle the spotlight. So one year we were doing a mock election. I was also studying politics at the time and it was the famous 97 general election here in the UK when New Labour swept away the Tory party after quite a long time, you know, came in promising new changes, a new way of being. There was a huge note of optimism in the air as they promised a new deal. So at school, we, within the politics group, we were asked, okay, so you're going to form mock parties and you're going to campaign on behalf of these parties. So that's what we did. We walked around, we did hustings, we did all of that. And then the day of the election, as we actually hosted a mock election within the school, we would to do a speech, a final speech where we would try and get people to, the, the students to vote for our party. So the night before, we'd been preparing the speech as a group um, and we weren't getting anywhere. So I came home and I'd had a couple of beers and <laughs> I wrote, I wrote down the, I wrote down the, the speech. It just came out. It was magical. I've always loved writing. It was always the way I expressed myself when I was younger. So I wrote it out. I wrote out this, this amazing script. I, I was so passionate about it. So I took it into school the next day and handed it over to the group. When I looked, I was a bit nervous. I was like, oh God, they're going to laugh at me. Please don't laugh at me. Please don't laugh at me. Please don't laugh at me. And I could just see these looks on their faces. And I was like, oh my God, what's going on here? They were enraptured with the words. They loved the words. They were like, wow, Ash, this is amazing. We're not we're going to bother showing you what we've written. This is the speech. And you're going to go and do it. I was like, what? <laughs> what? In front of the whole school? Oh, I can't do that. 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 So I had this narrative, which I'd had all the way up until that point. So I had this narrative 
bouncing around. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this, which had kind of been following me around for many years anyway, up to that point. But this was big deal. This was high stakes. I was like, there is no way I'm getting up in front of the whole school. This is going to destroy what little credibility I felt that I already had. But peer pressure won the game. So I went onto the stage. It felt so hot. I felt like I was standing in the center of the sun. It was insanely hot. I could just feel like all these lights on me. And as I walked onto the stage, I could just see people and I could see some of my colleagues. I was like, don't look at them. Don't look at them. Don't look at them, Ashley. You've got this. You've got this. You can do this. You can do this. No, I can't. No, I can't. No, I can't. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. No, I can't. No, I can't. No, I can't. Oh God, what am I doing here? Oh, my life. Why am I here? And I got onto the stage. My hands were shaking. Had the speech, just a little piece of paper. I'd wrote it down on. I hadn't practiced doing the public speaking and I was like, I can do this. And my passion that and bravery seeped out of me. And it came to the point where I was due to start. So I put the speech on the, the podium and I had made the mistake of looking up. And at that point, I caught the eyes of some students that took a great deal of satisfaction of winding me up and they were laughing and what little bravery I had gone so this speech should have taken two minutes two two and a half minutes I managed to get it done in a world record time of a minute holding the speech in front of me my hand shaking like boom didn't look at the crowd once and finished it and said, thank you. Bye-bye. And walked off. And as I walked off, you could just see the disappointment in my colleagues' faces. They were like, oh, well done, Ash. Someone begrudgingly mentioned. And I disappeared into a black hole. <laughs> or at least I would have if there was one available. It was horrendous. Now that story, that day, followed me around for many, 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 many years. Anytime a public speaking event came up, I never had to do a presentation at university, go to an interview, go to a networking event even. This became my why not story. The reason why I would not go and do stuff, because I anticipated that there would be pain, that there would be rejection, that there'd be judgment, that I would make people laugh. And from that one event, loads of stories continued from that. Like for years, I hated the idea of getting onto a stage like okay so now welcoming to our stage our speaker ashley griffiths and i was like okay i envisioned every single time walking up the stairs to the stage and face planting myself which is a real possibility i'm quite flat-footed but it terrified me so 
when you have an echo from the past like that, a why not story, it can seep into every aspect of your life. It can stop you taking all sorts of actions because you feel it's going to be a disaster, that things are going to be real bad. Now, anybody that's listening to this that has seen me, the video podcast, you've seen me on LinkedIn, maybe you've even seen me at a networking event, maybe really surprised to hear how shy I used to be and how I wouldn't talk on a microphone, how I wouldn't get up in front of a crowd. But that was the reality. And it's still every now and again just pokes up. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. That's not good enough. You're not good enough. You can't do that. It's not good enough. The good thing is there's a choice there. And this choice is available to you. When those why not stories, when that voice appears in your ear saying that you can't do something, that you're not good enough. You can choose to believe it. Or you can choose to do something else. You can take the other option. And that option is action. Action that creates evidence against those stories. And the number one way to do that is realizing your why. The reason why you're doing something. The reason why you're showing up. The reason why you're doing a video. Why you're launching a business. Why you're marketing. Why you're doing that public speaking. Why you're reaching out to people. What is powering that? When you are led by that. And you're taking action that collects evidence against all the stories. Minimizes the impact of that why not story. Two things happen. You are changing your world. Because you are not acting based on stories and echoes from the past that no longer serve you. And when you start changing your world. That has a ripple effect. And you are in a position to start changing other people's lives. Either through your work, your family, your friends, your community. When you are governed by a why, a why you show up. Instead of a why not, you are more present. You take more risks. You believe in yourself. Your resilience grows no end. You don't walk away from, you walk towards. You see opportunities instead of threats. Feels powerful. Feels amazing, doesn't it? Picture it. All of those excuses you've made to yourself, all of those ways you've learned to justify not taking action, be that in my area, in videos, all the reasons you have said why you're not going to do a video, why you're not going to do self-promotion, why you're not going to show up on social media. Now, imagine you put some of that energy into thinking, okay, what happens if I do? What is possible if I do? What can happen if I do? 
Why do you want to make it happen? So let's explore that a little bit. Let's explore the why. Because it, it, it can be a very confusing thing. It's a little bit abstract. And certainly, if you're on the start of your, your, your personal development journey, your, your spiritual journey, your business journey, when you hear people going, you need to do your why statement or what is a why and blah, da, 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 it can be a little overwhelming because it's like, what's that? <laughs> and, and also sometimes when we ask the question why, it can make you feel a little bit defensive because it's a question that really goes to the core of who you are and what you're all about. And if you're not clear on that, then it can feel very uncomfortable. And this isn't to say that you should have it all figured out. I mean, we're all still figuring it out. But it's not an easy question to answer. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you truly? Why do you do what you do? They're quite simple questions. But think about how you felt when asked that. That's why I'm saying if you are at the start of this particular journey, those questions may feel like very heavy, like, I don't know. And that's okay because you haven't figured it out yet. But if you're committed to this path, you will. You will. And even if you're not committed to this path yet, at some point, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. But what is the why? What is the why? So this whole concept gained a lot of popularity when Simon Sinek came onto the scene, did one of the most famous TED Talks. He's wrote books on this and he does coaching and business and, and he, uh, public speaking and all of that stuff. His famous book is Start With Why. And it simply means, what is the reason that you are doing what you are doing? Because every single action you have, there is a reason behind that. Now, you'll probably say on a surface level, okay, well, I've started the business because I need money to support my family. I need money um, to go on my holidays. I need money to pay for food. I need money for this. Okay, so you, you've got a business to generate money. Okay, fair enough. What does the money give you? What does the business give you? Let's just forget about money for a minute. Because money is a fiction almost. It's a story. You're not Scrooge McDuck. You can't dive in money. So what does it give you? You need to go deeper with this. Same with the business. Why did you start your business? What do you get from that? What does it give you? What is the reason behind your business? The more that you ask these questions, you're going to find that the why is a belief, a value that underpins everything that you do. And it's usually going to be tied to an emotion, a feeling. For me, 
when people ask me, why do I do what I do? It's freedom. That's the word that comes up every single time. Freedom. So let me explain how we get there. So my job, I do videos and confidence coaching. So I help people with that. And I, I set up the business for a couple of reasons. So freedom. I was governed on a personal level. I was governed by my why not story for a long time. I was governed and driven by actions and echoes from the past and a reaction inside of me that drove all my actions. I didn't feel good enough. Therefore, I didn't want to do public speaking because somebody may say I'm not good enough. So my action, that was a defensive move. I was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it because of the risk. So what I was trying to do was stay safe by hiding. It's kind of perverse, really. When you think about it, I was going to hide. And therefore, as a result of that, I was not able to maybe get different opportunities. It was the same with the interviews. I wouldn't apply for certain jobs because I didn't think I was good enough. So therefore, why am I going to open myself up for rejection when I can just stay here and I'm safe that way? I don't get rejected. So I'll just go find something I've perceived myself to be good enough for. Do you know how exhausting that was? I was aware that I was trying to keep myself safe, but I didn't know the reason behind that. What was driving that? So for me now, freedom, freedom from that belief, freedom from that attitude. I see it play out all the time in conversations I have with other business owners. When they say they should show up this way, they should be this way, they should be doing that. They're not going to do it because of how they are perceived, how they look, what people think of them how they hate their voice, how they hate how they look on camera. All of these things stop them from taking action. Stop them from showing up. Stop them from believing in how good they are. So I want to give them, I want to help them find the freedom within themselves. The freedom to be who they are. To express themselves how they are to show up as they are and connect with the people that resonate with that. And then all the freedom that comes from that, because like I said, there's always ripple effects for me by showing up, by saying, you know what, I'm going to do it by giving myself the freedom to show up and commit to getting on video, to empowering people, to try and inspire people to take action. That's freeing in so many ways. I feel honestly on a personal level, I feel like the shackles are off or at least or pretty much all off. I still think I'm holding myself back a little bit. And that's another story for another day. But generally right now, when people see me on camera, 
It's me. It's it's my true expression. They get on a call with me. They're like, wow, Ash, I feel like I already know you. Biggest compliment you can get. Biggest compliment you can get. It's so freeing. After years and years and years and years of hiding and putting on masks, standing in the shadows, pretending to be something I wasn't, now I have the freedom to be me, the freedom to choose to be me, which of course I always had, but I didn't believe that I had. And it's the same for, for you, for so many people. You don't believe you have the freedom to choose. Because right now you're probably feeling like, well, I've got this responsibility, that responsibility. I'm this person, this industry. I work like this. I do this. I do that. I've got to do this. I should do that. I should do that. I should do that. I have to do that. I must do that. Oh, and then this guru told me I've got to do this. It's exhausting, isn't it? It's absolutely exhausting. Being in that place. So freedom. Freedom from that. What is that worth to you? Right now, you show up in your business, at your work, in your life, as you. You're just going to say, you know what? This is me. I'm going to do this. I choose to be this. This is me. I'm not pretending anymore. I'm not going to be governed by should. I'm not going to be driven by that. That's not important. That's their success metric. That's what they think is important. This is what is important to me. And the people that I care about. And I know that there's other people out there that need me to show up as this, to light the way. I'm going to be that person that leads from the front. I'm going to lead with personality. I'm going to lead with my passion. And I'm going to show up as me in all my glory. Now, some of that language, you're probably thinking, glory, showing up in all my glory. We're not going to war. We're not doing it. This is the way I choose to express it. You pick your own words. You pick your own style. You pick everything. Because again, it's a choice. That's the whole reason behind this podcast, to explore different concepts, different stories, to rewrite the narrative because you have that power. You have that freedom. You can do it if you choose to. Same with your business. You can do anything that you want to. And yes, that sounds almost cliched, but it is so true. It is so true. Irrespective of your age, your beliefs, your careers, your experiences, your gender, be the light that leads. Go first. And I guarantee you that will shine a light for others. So think about it with your business. What is it that drives you? What is that passion? What is that passion that drives it? Which really pulls you forwards. What is that passion? I just feel amazing just talking about that. So let it out. Let it out to play. Honestly, 
for me over the last year, truly looking in the mirror and going, who are you? And really diving into that and diving into the why and really immersing myself in that why has removed so much crap that I've been carrying around. So many beliefs, so many stories that I just simply don't believe in anymore. Let me share a few with you. So a year ago, I got my first tattoo and I'd wanted a tattoo for many, many years. And the reason I didn't get it was twofold. One, my perception of whether it would hurt or not. So I'd had some experiences in my life where pain had occurred. And I determined that I have a low threshold for pain. So I perceived that the tattoo would really hurt. And secondly, I thought that because I'm a skinny guy, certain tattoos would look stupid on me. Nobody ever said that. This was something that I said to myself. Again, that fear of judgment, that fear of pain, that fear of judgment. So I didn't get something that I really wanted because of a why not story. I wanted to keep safe. I wanted to stay safe and not give anyone any opportunity to judge me. But yet, the only one doing the judging was me judging myself. So I decided once I finally found the artwork that I wanted to do, that is me, that's a representation, and that's going to represent everything that I want to remind me that there is always a solution. So I got the tattoo. Did it hurt? Not really. Did anybody say, oh, God, that looks fucking stupid? No, I got nothing but compliments. (laughs) Second option, and this one is directed to you. Videos. I wouldn't get on video because I thought that people would judge me. They'd think I was stupid, that they would think that I got nothing worthwhile to say, that they would comment on my disappearing hairline and the size of my nose that they would say oh god listen to that guy's voice would he just shut up he sounds like a zombie on that microphone again fear of rejection fear of judgment so i didn't do it again you're getting the recurring theme here it's that perception had zero evidence the posting a video online was going to receive that information. So eventually, my why took over. I was passionate to share my message. I knew that people needed to hear what I had to say. I knew it because I needed to hear it. And I knew there were other people that needed to hear it. I needed to hear it for myself. So I did a video and expressed like showing up, being safe, being positive. I can't even remember what I talked about that first time. It wasn't in terms of a a quality video. Was it great? No, not really. Did the message hit? No, not really, because I didn't really have an audience. But it did hit for me because it encouraged me to show up again and again and again and again and again. Then the messages did start hitting. They did start resonating with people. Because my why was stronger than my why not. I knew that it was like, I, I, I need to, to help. I need to serve. I need to do something 
in this situation, in this lockdown world, I need to do something. I need to express myself because I'm just seeing so many people hurting and upset and worried and thinking it's the end of the world and, and all of this energy, negative energy, angst and everything. It was overwhelming. So I wanted to just share something. If only it was to entertain or to say, look, guys, you're not alone. I get it. I see you. I hear you. Again, if you look underneath of that, it's freedom, freedom on a personal level. It was freedom for me to move past how I was feeling, feeling alone, feeling distracted, feeling overwhelmed. While also the freedom to help people know that I'm not alone. It's just me against the world. Oh my God, what am I going to do? And over time, that freedom has powered my messages. And I've become more and more confident on video. God, I teach people, I show people, I educate people on videos now. You can't get much more of a transformation than that. And I used to hate videos. Remember at the start of this podcast, I hated videos. But the more that I showed up, the more that I got there, the more I did it, the more confident I became. And the story changed because the why was just so much stronger than the why not. Any time I had those doubts, and this goes to you, this is something that I really want you to reflect upon. Every single time you show up, you're going to do a, a live, a webinar, launch a course, do some public speaking pitch. And in your mind, you're going to be looking around that room and thinking, oh my God, they're all here to watch me fail. Question that and go, who specifically wants you to fail first? And two, what is it that's important for you to happen as you go through that experience? What do you want to happen? What do you want the audience to take away? Why are you there? What is your why? And let that power your passion. Let that power your speech your pitch. And believe me, as you're delivering that, look around and you watch. The people get pulled towards you. It's magnetic. They can't help but take notice of what you're saying and how you're saying it. Let your why power you forwards while it diminishes the stories that the why not tells you. Leave that in the past. It's gone. It's over. Now is where you need to be. Now is where you need to be. So every time it pipes up, and it does, and believe me, it still pipes up. So every time it pipes up, counteract what it says with your why. When I've gone live and done public speaking events recently, I look at the people around I'm like, I'm here because I belong. I'm here because I've got something to say. People need to hear it. That's why they've invited me. I know that some of the people in this room, they're struggling with showing up. They're struggling with what to say. They're struggling about how they perceive their perception of how they will be perceived. By sharing the messages that I share, that shines a light, sets them free if they choose to. From some of those stories. So let me share a quick story, not about me, but about somebody else. 
um, I had a client. She approached me. She helps introverts. And she approached me because she was like, I need to be on video. I want to be on video. But I have no idea how to. I should show up. I should show up this way. I should show up that way. I don't know. But she knew that she had to lead from the front. She needed to shine a light and she wanted to like build trust and show her personality in her videos so that the people that she helped would look and go, wow, somebody gets it. I can trust her. I'm going to go and reach out to her because I've just seen her course and I think that's going to make a big, huge difference to me. So her why powered her through her discomfort. And she saw that discomfort as an opportunity to do some work. So we explored what it meant to show up, to be present, to be her, what qualities to bring out in her videos what aspects of a personality to show. And it was all aligned with her values and her beliefs and what she wanted to achieve. What the people that she was reaching out to, what they needed to see, hear, to trust her. So she got to work, she started creating videos and she just was like, this is me. This is me. This is what I got to say. This is how I can help you. And it was so engaging. It was so authentic, so driven by her personality. And it pulled people in. Now, we should have stayed with the why not. Well, do people, you know, I don't think people really want to see this. And I can't do that. And I should do this. And I shouldn't do that. And all the reasons why she was saying that she couldn't do videos. Well, then people would have never known that she was there because people aren't mind readers. They have no idea. It's the same for me. It's the same for you. It's the same for anyone. If you're just going to sit there and expect people to rock up at your house or at your office just because you had the, the decency to open an office, well, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> you've got to call people in. You've got to let people know you're there. Whatever way that is. I'm not saying you have to go out and spend millions of dollars on marketing. There's loads of different ways to do this, but your why needs to power that through. Why should people come to you? What reason should they have that? And your why will power that through. Regardless of what business you're in, regardless of the action you're taking, your why will drive everything. So take some time to reflect on that. Take some time to really journal around this subject. What is important to you? What do you want to have happen? What are you passionate about? And for what reason are you passionate about those things? How do you want to change the world? How do you want to change your world, your client's world, your family's world? What is it that you really, really, really want to have happen? And then take the actions to make it happen. Use that why to shut down that fear of judgment. Because I guarantee you right now, if you don't show up, you won't get any judgment because no one will know you're there. And that's a shame because I know that you've got something 
important to share with the world an amazing offer you're an awesome person and you make massive change possible by guiding your clients your people your family your friends whatever it is you do through a transformation you save them energy you save them time you save themselves sometimes by helping them get out of their head this is a powerful gift that you are giving to people picture that picture them see that transformation so if that my monkey start piping up and going well you shouldn't do this or you know that time when you were two and everybody laughed at you well that's exactly what's going to happen when you put out a video on linkedin you leave that in the past where it belongs and you show up now as the badass business owner that you are the amazing coach that you are the amazing person that you are that has a vision who knows that you can make a massive change to this world and you show up and you start making changes right now today starting with yourself this is powerful it's a gift and i thank you and on that note it's time for an espresso shot of confidence so i'm going to quote albert einstein here and he said strive not to be a success but rather be of value in a society that is often governed by size the size of your bank balance the size of your client base the size of ego the size of your possessions the size of your followers on social media the size of your email list what do these numbers actually mean what do you get from having all of those things all of those numbers all of those people that follow you what do you get from that how can you be a value how can you support and make this world a better place for you for your family for your clients for everybody and know that you can know that you can change things that you can be a force for good in this world because you already are by virtue of the fact that you're showing up and being alive being present for people on a day-to-day basis you are changing their lives you may not believe it you may not even know it but you are so continue to do that continue to show up continue to be you continue to say yes to your why see those opportunities for action to move forwards to be and enjoy the ride because you're awesome i'm awesome everybody's awesome and on that note it's time to fly off into the sunset so please subscribe wherever you're listening or watching this to get notifications of the next episodes have an awesome day week year night life afterlife and as always don't forget to be awesome